You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the common man's podcast. But I came here for just one drink. It's Cross the Line 1524. Join us at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy with a glass of bourbon, table 12, as the guys sit around and discuss distilleries, common day events, or whatever comes to the bar top. That's right. Cross the line, 1524. All right. Welcome to Cross the Line, 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. We are the 15 side. Jeff Montag. Mike Gardner. Scotty Bourbon. And we are the 24 side. All right. And we're at the Rusted Nail... Speakeasy, a little speakeasy outside of Brookville, Indiana, where we secretly report the podcast. You got to know the password and look for the pink flamingos. If How's tables 12 doing over there? They're half deserted right at the yeah, moment. I think they're in the dessert aisle. <laughs> they're line. in the dessert aisle. Yeah, yeah. So how, how's everybody doing tonight? Good, good. 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 Guys have a good week? Been yeah, a good week. very good. Awesome. awesome. Juices are flowing, so. We'll let our listeners know we originally had a... a uh, a special podcast planned for tonight. We had a special guest who unfortunately is sick. Uh, and in fact, depending on how things work out, his podcast still may come out before this one. But uh, we had Matty Blake all scheduled for tonight and uh, he had to cancel because he's sick. But we're going to try to reschedule next week. So that'll be fun. Yes. I tell you that Oak Island and beyond Oak Island and that beyond Oak Island, I've really got hooked on too. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, me too. So it's good stuff. Uh, so guys, we, we had a lot of comments. Well, first of all, what's everybody drinking? Uh, it's my, you know me. It's a uh, uh, ten high and Coke or Pepsi. Little Evan Williams and Seven Up. Ooh, a little highball. Yeah. So a little rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. Ooh, that's good stuff. Rabbit hole. Uh, Evan Williams and uh, Coke Zero. Oh, he went to Ooh. the top shelf. It's actually, yeah, it's actually caffeine free. I gotta watch my caffeine. We won't give you a rough time. See, for a long time you weren't allowed to drink Coke here. It had to be a Pepsi product. That's right. Oh, well, I like Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. So I've got Eagle Rare on the rocks. And uh, when during our first commercial break, we're going to do a tasting. We got three different bourbons to taste. We'll taste them during the commercial and come back and talk about them a little bit. Uh, but we've had lots and lots of listener uh, emails, comments. Uh, Great. First thing I want to talk about is um, beaver goo. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> what kind I, of feedback I, to get on I that? I probably had 20 messages on beaver goo. <laughs> so that's some funny stuff. I mean, everybody enjoyed it. Uh, it was a good time. And then we, we still get comments about Scotty Bourbon and his natural habitat. Uh-oh. So, Scotty... <laughs> In front of the fire. In front of the fire. I'll pull, I'll, I'll pull some of the other comments out during break. Um, but on our last podcast, or depending how these come out, we talked about the Eminem spokespersons. Uh-oh. <laughs> and so during that, we talked we talked the article that was out about them. They were getting replaced by an actress. And we even said this could all be a publicity stunt. And guess what? Dwayne didn't watch the Super Bowl, did you? No, so you don't they re- know. Reintroduced no. them, didn't they? Yeah, it was all publicity stunt. So they had uh, the lady actress, and I can't think of her name right now. My, do, Maya. Ma- Ma- yeah, do a commercial. And the commercial was 
chocolate-covered clams instead of M&M's. Ugh. It was stupid. It was it was stupidest commercial. Seven million dollar dumb commercial. Yeah, but people were watching it. <laughs> yep, people, people talk were watching about it. it. Yep. So during the commercial, there was two M and M's in the background. They held up a sign, "Need help." Well, after the Super Bowl, while they were doing the post game stuff, they had a news conference with M and M's, and they're now the spokespeople again. So it was all publicity, just like several years ago, uh, Mr. Nut from Planners was gone and then he came back as a baby nut and they interviewed him he got roasted during the yeah oh <laughs> yeah i saw that that was, that was so funny. speaking of commercials super bowl commercials did anybody have a favorite commercial i wasn't overly impressed really much with many of them yeah they haven't been good i've said like the old guy but since the 80s and 90s they haven't been like then i mean it, it used to be it was it was wow spectacular fun bud yeah, why? Yeah. <laughs> or, or the the red hot sauce where the guy's sitting there. Oh, that was well, that wasn't too far long ago. It was where he's eating red hot. I put that on everything, and the the mosquito flies out and then blows up. Yeah, yeah, that was to me. That's still the best commercial. That is the funniest. There, there was one that I thought was funny. Was the uh, premature electrification? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So here's the problem. Here's the problem with that. I have an issue with that. The the whole EV every car commercial was for an EV. Oh, car. yeah. And the premature electrification, <laughs> that, that, was po- that was poking fun at us. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we, we put out the facts about charging electric cars and the facts that the grid is not big you enough. can't handle it. Uh, it was funny. It had Will Ferrell in it. It was funny, but it's really poking fun at people that have the facts. Um, the Jeep commercial is for a Jeep, uh, electric, electric Jeep. Jeep. They had a charging station on top of a mountain where they plugged it in. Now, you telling me that there's going to be a charging station on top of the mountain after you drive your Jeep up there? Yeah. I don't think so. From what I heard, the Will Ferrell one and didn't go over publicly. It was, well, it didn't go over publicly like they thought it was going to. They thought it was going to boost a lot, and it, it's been more negative than positive it. Was, it was I – mean, I mean, besides funny. the con- content, which I disagree with, it was funny. Well, that's what they said. The content didn't go over like they thought. Right. They thought Will doing it would get people to really jump on board. Oh, okay, you know, and it went the opposite way. Well, so. they were trying to make you feel stupid if you knew the facts right. about electric chargers. Right. Oh. And I, Mark, this is my prediction: the electric is going to come and go fairly quicker than you may think. Well, I think I think unfortunately the government's pushing that it's coming, and but I, it's going to go. It's going to go back. I, 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 we might have talked about the trucks without the chips, the big trucks. Go look at the, go look at General, and I wish I should have printed if we know where you're going this. General Motors just spent, I don't know how many hundred million dollars. Think, they're, they're, they're releasing a new engine. Ford, Ford just canceled their, shut their, they, electric, they had an issue their EV with their batteries. down. Yeah. But I think Ford is releasing a new engine too. So, so they're not, and Toyota's. Toyota's not on board at all. They're they're introducing a hydrogen-powered car, well, especially for the U.S. That's what I was just going to say. I think this may be <clears throat> the blessing in disguise because, again, I think we all know the electric vehicles are going to fail at least at least in the timeline that they're talking about, and because they're pushing so hard, it's going to fail hard probably. But I think it'll push more towards the hydrogen other other, other fuels, alternative like fuels. hydrogen 
Hyde. Which is, which is, in my opinion, probably the the most likely winner. And not, not jumping on any bandwagon of it, but I worked for a Toyota dealer for a long time, and Toyota, as a as a country, builds for the future. They're not our country. We build next quarter. If we're not, you know, what's this quarter and what's next quarter, and we're not worried about five years from now. Where back in the 80s, Toyota, the Japanese car makers would get together. They would all send an engineer to somewhere to work on a new engine. They'll go, okay, we're going to build a new engine. So they'd work together and then split. They'd get it so far and then split and then go back and finish it their own way. So a lot of Japanese cars back then were fairly similar. You could... You know, you could see some similarities in the designs of it, and that was what we were told when we were at the dealer that that's how they got their designs. And I, believe, listening to the Toyota's president CEO or whatever, when he says that this is electric isn't the way, and we're not going that way, they're they're looking down the road. They're not looking right now. They're down the road thinking, and if they're not jumping on the electric bandwagon, there's a damn good reason. Hy- the hybrid is where. The government should be pushing more. I would get more on board with them if they said, okay, by 2030, all cars got to be a hybrid. I could go, okay, I can see yeah, that. Yeah, I could see hybrids. I could see that because you still you can still use gas. You're going to save a lot of gas because your fuel mileage is going to go up. Look at the Prius. Everybody made fun of that car. I was kind of one of them too. This, that is probably the best hybrid car built. I've got one Probably customer. Right. He's going four hundred and some thousand on his, wow. yeah. and he he wants to make it to a half million. And I don't think it's I think it's going to, but um, I think that's probably one of the best hybrid cars ever cars ever built. It's not a powerhouse, but it's just a good transportation car. But I would have I would have got a little bit more behind the government if they used common sense and said, okay, right. by this time we're going to do this, right. then we'll look at the next step. You know, high baby steps there, not just sh- turn the turn the, the gas pumps off and you got to be all electric. It just isn't going to happen. Not going to work that way. So, the technology's not so, there yet. No. Yeah. So while we've gone down this rabbit hole, I'll go back to <laughs> when when the Chevy Volts Volt. first came out and when they were first publicizing those, they were publicizing a hybrid hydrogen electric Chevy Volt. Now that never came to fruition, but. To me, that makes all the sense in the world. Because, again, if you're in the city, electric, that's fine. Right. right? If you're in the city bouncing around the city streets and stopping and starting and stuff like that. But when you're, you know, once you're going to put, go 40 miles down a highway, that's, you know, that's that starts to get you out there to where that isn't going to work out too well. Because you got to have a, a fuel station. And if you got the hydrogen hybrid, then right. you've, you've kind of got an onboard resource, right? Right. So that that's never come about. Um, so again, I think you know, hopefully the hydrogen hydrogen is the going to be the the real alternative. Yeah, and it it just kills me. You know, all the people that are all you know, oh green and got to go green, and and then you look at where the lithium mines are and what those poor people that oh are gosh, yeah. that are running those lithium mines so are out there with hammers. And speaking of lithium mines, so did you know there is one in the U.S. Oh. And they have uh, applied for another one in Nevada. Uh, there were some issues with the filing. The judge is going to make them uh, refile for the permit because uh, where they're going to dump the waste rock was going to interfere with wildlife. But 
There is already a lithium mine in the States and another one getting ready to happen in Nevada. But do we? is there enough of it, though? You know, what's there? I, I don't know, but there are. Right, right. Trying. I'm just telling you that there are. So um, this is what I'll say. Whatever, whatever lithium mining we're doing in the States is by far oh, right. um, safer and more environmentally friendly than what's happening in other parts oh, yeah, of the world. But, but the problem is it's going to be so highly regulated, they aren't going to be able to get enough. And that's right. what's happened They're here. They're not going to be able to get enough out. Um, to, and, and so the, the 90 some percent of it's still going to be coming out of China and places like that. Yeah, so the deal here was the waste rock was going to interfere with some sage grouse, a bird. Now, you think in those third world countries, they care where they dump that's them? That's right. No. Well, yeah. that's just it. Well, go Google. Google the mines of it and watch. Look at the videos of the Which people. Strip that are, mining from from. Yeah. Well, but some of them is they got people in there, thousands of people in there, just beating rocks and carrying it out right. by hand. Well, Dwayne, you got to get the stuff somehow. I know. Just kidding. All right, back so, to go ahead. Yeah, so back to back to Super Bowl yeah, commercialization. So, yeah, yeah. So I I tell you one I kind of I kind of liked was the one on uh, Caddyshack. The Caddyshack like, commercials. I thought those were cute. Those were good. Those were kind of cute. And, and, it, Tony, and it took, Tony, me, Tony, Tony it took Romo, me a minute to realize that was Tony, Tony Romo. Tony Romo. Yeah, Tony Romo. He did a great Bill Murray. Well, I he thought did. that was cool. He, he actually did some commercials prior to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yep. Uh, where he does where the... He, did the <laughs> he, he pulled that off pretty well, I thought. He's been sucking as an announcer lately, but man, that commercial was yeah, good. Yeah, he plays a hell of a Bill Murray. Yeah. <laughs> That was good. Uh, I'm trying to think what what other commercials there were. That's bad because that means none of them really stood out. Yeah. I, I mean, re, like you you remember them from 20 years ago, but five years ago, do you remember Budweiser or a, or a Super Bowl commercial? Well, Four years think, ago, three years ago, there's just well, none. That, I think the telling thing too is how many have you seen since the Super Bowl? So those are the ones yeah, that are yeah. you know. And I can't say as I've really, I can't say as I've seen any of them really. Yeah, I mean, I I miss the the just the stupid funny ones like the Bud Eyes or you know those just they were just hilarious. But now it's they're all trying to make a statement instead of yeah. entertaining us. So what about the halftime show? No, no, let's let's start this out right. How about the Star Spangled Banner? Yeah, that was that was phenomenal. That was a man moving with his guitar, singing, not lip syncing. Yes. You performing. had people crying. It was so it was, it was, heart-wrenching. Yep, it was. And, and that's what it's about. And right. I'll tell you what, the, the one thing that pissed me off the most was the people making fun of the Eagles coach because they zoomed on him because he had some tears. And the people that were making fun of that, and I thought, <laughs> what? He wasn't the only one. Uh, but that's the only one I heard yeah. making fun of. They were yeah. they were memeing him and making fun of it. I'm like, how do you make fun of that? I mean, this, yeah. is a, this is the guy that's the pinnacle of his career. Isn't this his first year at the Eagles or second year? Second year. Second year at the Eagles. He's at the Super Bowl. You know, the Star Spangled Banner's playing. He, you know, all of his emotions are come up, and it, it, it just it, it boils out. But, he, you know, he holds his composure but still lets some tears out, and then you're going to make fun of it. I mean, that's just um, – so, uh, It was phenomenal. Yeah. So the other commercial, Dwayne didn't see it, but Peyton Manning's <laughs> yeah. Bush's Baked Bean commercial yeah. was perfect. For our listeners that don't know, Dwayne, what's the one food you don't like? Beans. <laughs> Other than green beans. This entire commercial was devoted to Dwayne. And Peyton Manning, you know, if you've seen him in commercials and Saturday Night Live, <laughs> he, he just delivers, and it was awesome. He's a hoot. Uh, I'm trying to think what else we had. Oh, 
the one that was real wild is you thought I think it's Tubi. Uh, oh yeah, where well, your, yeah. cha- your TV started yeah, changing. Yeah. I actually looked for the remote when yeah. that, that came on. I, I'm serious. I, I almost did. On it. <laughs> it went pretty quick, so it, I, I it flipped, and I went, "What the heck?" And I well, the yeah. thing is, it went back to the two announcers. It's all pre-recorded. Yeah. Ba- and I I caught onto it right away because they said, "What do you? Th- how do you think the game's going?" And they didn't say one way or the other how the game's going. And then it all started happening. And I'm like, "That's a commercial." And it, it was good. But it was good. Yeah. That one, I very I, clever. I caught the last few minutes of the Super Bowl, but there's the M M&M and M chocolate clam bites that didn't go over too well. Then you had the Miller Lite Coors Light commercial, which ended up not being a commercial for either. Yeah. Well, do you know why that was? There was betting on what the first beer commercial was going to be, and the Super Bowl. Ah. Because the guy, so that, my, it was both. My tech, no. <laughs> The one that won was Blue Moon One because my tech that works for me, his buddy had bet on Miller Lite, whatever they were advertising, Uh, and he said they were together. And his buddy's going, "Yeah, I won, you know, mine bet." And then it went Blue Moon, and neither it's a Blue Moon commercial. (laughs) That's funny. So here's the one we were talking about: Jeep Electric Boogie. Here we are, top of a mountaintop with a charging station. Of course. I mean, the grid's going down in California all over, but we're going to have a station on top of a mountain. The other one that was good was Ben Affleck at Dunkin' Donuts. Did yeah. you see that? Yeah, that I heard about that. Was, that, was that was good. Yeah, that, that, that was decent. And uh, J-Lo even pulls up and goes, is this where you've been on Saturday mornings? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah. Crown Royal. So David Grohl did a couple Crown Royal commercials, which, you know, I'm an old yes, Crown Royal yeah. fan, so I thought those were good. Uh, the E-Trade Babies, they were back on. Those are funny. Yeah. Those are pretty good. Uh, the Farmer's Dog, that one was that was kind of a tearjerker. So a, tra- a dog tra- getting goes older. through life, getting right. older. Uh, DoorDash, I could care less about. Squarespace, that was Adam Driver. That was a pretty cool commercial. It talks about websites making websites. So you think about that. And so what they did, they took Adam Driver and kept making him. So he got, you know. One made two, two made four, four made eight, and it just kept going over and over. Um, there's more AI stuff I could do without. Uh, Doritos Triangle, I didn't get a lot about off that. Yeah, I didn't. Well, like I said, I you, you didn't watch. I watched it. the last few minutes. Uh, the Ben Stiller and Steve Martin Pepsi Zero commercials. Did you guys see those? No. I didn't see that one. Both of those actors made those commercials. I don't know that I'll remember, but they were good acting on their part um turbo tax hellman's commercial that was just stupid had brie larson in in a refrigerator with uh whatever his name is john ham so it was ham and brie brie cheese ham Yeah. Oh my God! When you got to think about it too much, it's not funny. Yeah. So it's they, clever, but not funny. They, yeah. Rakuten had a commercial. They used uh, the Clueless. They got Alicia Silverstone to right. reprise her role. Uh, she doesn't look quite as young as she did back then. <laughs> uh, Workday Rockstar. That was decent. That was decent. That was decent. That was decent. Ozzy yeah. was in that. Yeah. yeah. yeah Ozzy was in it. <laughs> Could uh, you understand? Joan Jett. <laughs> Billy Idol. <laughs> it, it was funny. It was funny. It was funny. Uh, or Rocky. The Michelob Ultra, that was when we were talking about the Caddyshack. Yeah. Uh, yeah, some of these I just don't. Miles Teller, so that's the Bud Light commercial was Miles Teller and his wife dancing 
while on hold. It was cute, but oh, yeah. it's yeah, nothing like one, yeah. we were talking. A, nothing yeah. like, bud. Why? Zer. But you ain't allowed to have that anymore. So, they, did they have any Clydesdales? I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember seeing any. So the Bushlight uh, commercial was that was pretty that funny. That was hilarious because you had a good old um, what is her name? Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah, with the music playing. Yeah. And to, for just twenty dollars a month, you can save a wolf. <laughs> and <laughs> you know that's a real wolf there. <laughs> Oh, so some of these I don't think I, I saw. So maybe you weren't watching the game as much as you thought either. Yeah, well, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. Right. I was, you know, I couldn't care less about them. The Pringles one was stupid. The kick of destiny with FanDuel was stupid. Did they? Did he kick a field goal? So if you watch it, he actually made it. And I, th- I thought at the time, I said, he made that. And they said, oh, he didn't make it. So the next day, the people had broke it down. He made the kick. But they... Claimed that he didn't make it. See, because they're they're in the gambling. There was another. Well, bet everybody on that. everybody won. So the deal was, if he made it, you won something from Fanduel. Well, ever, they still gave it to everybody. No matter what. No matter what. Yeah. Uh, okay, because you were supposed to share ten million dollars or something. Yeah. All right, that's all I've got on Super Bowl. That's enough. Yeah. Dwayne, how much money did you win? I didn't bet. I didn't bet really? anything on. Really? Wow. If I would have bet, I would have won because I was going to bet on the Chiefs. I, I thought, figured they would have covered. I was waiting for you to say you were going to bet on the refs. Yeah. Well, if I could have, I would have, and I'd have won. Oh but God. if Here I was going to bet on the game, I would have bet Here on the Here we go again. <laughs> Disgruntled Bengals fans. No, I'm not. It's I just, all the refs. The refs shouldn't decide the dang. end of a big game. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> didn't in either case. All right. With that, we're ah. going to take a break because we're going to do a bourbon tasting. Come back and tell you what we, we tasted and what we thought. That's right. So for Cross the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger, and we'll be right back. Well, if you're looking to learn more about the bourbon country in probably the most unorthodox way you've ever heard it, you need to listen to Two Shots on a Barrel podcast. You can join the Bow Brothers, a couple of longtime goofy radio DJs from Kentucky, and learn more about what makes the heart of bourbon country so famous. You can listen to the Bow Brothers as they look to interview experts in the bourbon industry and other things that are truly unique to Central Kentucky, like wineries, craft breweries, caves, kayaking, you name it. It's Two Shots on a Barrel podcast with the Bow Brothers. You can find it on all of the major podcast platforms. Two Shots on a Barrel you can learn more about Kentucky, only the way the Bow Brothers can bring it, on Two Shots on a Barrel podcast. Well, it's a new year, and you know what that means? It's about time for a new commercial for Batesville Liquor Co. located in Batesville, Indiana. If you've not tried their barrel picks that they've hand-selected just for you, you need to get there and do it now. They go fast, they come from different distilleries, and it's your own private select barrel that they've selected. What else do they have? Well, if if you're gluten-free and you like beer, you know that's a tough thing. Well, they've got Glutenberg. It's a gluten-free beer. They've got it back in stock. they got three different flavors, three different styles. There you go. What else do they have? Well, funny that you ask. They've got, from the Great Lakes Brewing Company, Conway's Irish Ale. 
Look at that. Got to have a little Irish every now and then. They've also got Coastal Sunshine, which is a fruited sour ale. And, of course, they've got your Bush Light, your Bud Light. Even got your PBR. That's right. You can find it all at one place. Batesville Liquor Co., located at 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana. Or if you're in Brookville, stop in at Tebby Liquors. That's right, Tebby Liquors right on Main Street in Brookville, Indiana. That's our favorite place. Tell them the Cross the Line 1524 crew sent you. Gilman's Home Centers, with 14 locations and they're growing. You know, we're in the heat of the winter. That's an oxymoron right there, but you need ice melt, you need snow shovels, any item to take care of your winter needs, Gilman's have them. Do you have a wood pellet stove? Well, Gilman's has the best wood pellets on the market. They're Somerset wood pellets. They're hardwood pellets made in Somerset, Kentucky. It gets no better. I personally use them and vouch for them. Gilman's Home Centers, your one-stop shop for any of your home improvement needs. All right, we're back here with Cross the Line 1524, and we just got done tasting some bourbon. How you guys? Us? That's shocking. Surely not. Shocking. <laughs> shocking. Us? Yeah, so what'd you guys think of it? That's good. All three of them are good. All three good, yeah. Yeah, very good. Yep. Um, none of them that you'd kick out of bed, so to speak? Oh, nope. No. Good nope. deal. One I'd push to the side. Yeah, one I'd push to the side. <laughs> <laughs> if we're late, late at the bar. <laughs> All right, so we'll start with Dwayne. Dwayne, what was your... I My order would be two, one, three. Two, one, three, okay. If I had to choose. Jeff? Man, I'm struggling because one and two for me were very, very similar. So I don't know if I can choose between those two. And three is is a different flavor. And I don't know that I like it better than the other two, but it's definitely different. I yeah. like all three of them. You know, I would say I like all three of them evenly, to be honest with you. But number three definitely has a different, char- a a different characteristic to it. <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, what do you think? Uh, I would go one, two, three, and three would not be my favorite. I wouldn't throw it out, but uh, it's not very good to me. One and two, you both? One and two, I could switch back and forth. It wasn't, wouldn't matter which one I picked. Good deal. Scotty? Number two is my favorite. Uh, there you go. It, it's very smooth. Uh, one would be my second choice. There you go. It's very, very similar to two, but and three, uh, I wouldn't throw it out but I, I uh it's if not it was the good. last bottle on the bar you would have <laughs> no problem it. yeah you wouldn't, you wouldn't if, pour if it somebody poured one in front of you you'd drink it well yeah, yeah i'm scotty bourbon yeah, so yeah <laughs> especially after one and two you drink three huh? well, yeah. <laughs> how about you alan uh you know i actually three is different and i uh, so i knew what all three of these were i had not tasted them blind well i knew the order but three i'd never tasted before at all uh so i actually kind of like it's different but i like it probably one and two are very similar and it's surprising when i tell you what one and two are to are how similar they are i i wouldn't like i said before i wouldn't kick any of them out of bed one or two are probably more i like both both of those better than three so one and two could go back and forth flip-flop right ladies table 12 Bev? Bev? One, one two. two. I didn't like you didn't like three? Mary? Two, one, three, and I would kick three out of bed every day. Yeah, I mean, 
<laughs> Terry. One, three, and two. One, three, oh. and two. Oh. Oh, wow. Well, it's a good thing that I don't get finished in a French oak cask or Mary would kick me out of bed every day. <laughs> but so you did say you like three, so... Uh. Yeah. So number three is Davies County. It's made by Lux Row. And no, it's not a uh, MGP product. Uh, it's distilled in Kentucky. They don't give you all the details of the mash bill. It is a blended wheat and rye mash bill, though. So that's why those... You can taste the rye. And then it is in, uh, aged, in, secondly, in a French oak cask. So it's, it's a bourbon, then they age it in the cask, French oak cask for a while. So that gives it the, the right. distinct aftertaste and, right. the, and the pepper taste we're getting from the rye. So, Mike, I want to go to you for a Uh-oh. second. So one and two, you like both of those. Yeah, I did. Um, if you had to pick between one and two, I can toss a coin. It doesn't really matter. I think they're both pretty good. Both pretty but good. I, I went. To, I went with one. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about two first because because <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like your answer. Yep, apparently. No, but he said he likes them both. I okay. like them both. Okay. okay. Number the best one for last. <laughs> so number two is uh, a weeded mash. Uh, it's speculated to be 70, 70% corn, 16% wheat, 14% mon- malted barley. It's made at the Buffalo Trace Distillery, and it's Weller Green. Holy crap. Weller Green, really. That's, that's why I did a blind tasting with you, because you've told me I time and time like well and again, I will never I will drink Weller Green. I will pour it down the drain. <laughs> that's what well, I your whole, Well, will your hole is a drain. <laughs> So, uh, who liked number one the best? I was two. I liked two the best. I think one of the ladies well, did. The one, ladies did. No, you were you, you were the same as me. Two, one. Two. And he one. said, "Who liked one the best?" Okay. Devin Terry. So that's a Willet product. So you might think, oh, it's a high dollar Willet product. Well, it's seventy-two percent corn, thirteen percent rye, and fifteen percent malted barley. It's a uh, four-year. The whopping price on it's twenty bucks a bottle. Wow! Old Bardstown. So now, if I taste that, if I taste two and one back to back, shotgun. I didn't do that. Do that between those two, because then it, then one really jumps out for me. Then as far right. as I can, I, I really got the rye. Forgot the Stephen Fonte trick. There yeah, go. there there's no rye in two. Two's right. No, Weller was the, the right. original weeded bourbon. Well, or green is the weeded bourbon. Okay. Yep. So the shot, the shotgun, it's a lot different in it. Shotgun took me to two for sure. Right, me too. My and best. that's the weeded, and that's the yeah. weeded well. Right. So the shotgun changes it. Took the but none of these, the, the high, highest dollar ones, number three, which is the, the Davies County, the, which is finished right. in a what was the, cast. What was number two? Number two is um, well, it, well, Weller, Weller Green Bottle. Green What's that run? That's weeded bourbon. Uh, Twenty-two bucks a fifth. Oh wow! If you can so find I mean, it. If you can find right. it. Right, but I mean that's the yeah. It's a buffalo. It's a buffalo trace product, so it's hard to find. Just like buffalo trace right. is. But I mean that's the good thing with, you know, with us doing some of these tastings for people is, not that we're the experts, but we, we do drink a lot. Um, but I mean we'll, we'll help you pick out when you can find a twenty-dollar bottle. You don't have to, you don't have to necessarily right. buy a hundred-dollar bottle or an eighty-dollar bottle to get some good bourbon. You know, so twenty, thirty bucks, find the right one and, yeah. and enjoy it. Yeah, Might not be as yeah. Good. Weller's yeah. not that right. Old Bardstown's not that expensive. Uh, the the Weller is hard to find. Right. Old Bardstown is not. But I mean, I've had 
we've tasted some bourbons that were you know in the upper 80 to 100 dollar bottle that i'd just as soon pour down the drain as yeah. mike says but yeah. i mean here's a under 25 bucks couple bottles different brands and, and they, they've got I good would, legs i mean legs yeah, yeah. On forever. Yeah. Yeah. the nose is good the taste is good that, none of them that's why i think it's great to do the blind tastings oh yeah you, right. you get a chance mike if, if i'd have told mike i was gonna pour weller green he'd Eat say it. get that shit away from me <laughs> that's a correct quote right there <laughs> well this blind tasting got me on my 10 high i mean i i would have never right. tried 10 high if it wouldn't have been for that right, right. and now it I buy it by the handle. So our good friend Larry Reedy has started doing bourbon tastings on his podcast. So we're Mary and I are going to go over and lay a little knowledge down on him, uh, <laughs> help him to to pick out flavor profiles and all right. that. And uh, so we're looking forward to doing that. Well, I like to throw a shout out to Stephen Fonte because that still is amazing though when you do a shotgun taste back to back. How when you like two, the one you like the best will stand out. Just yeah, just amazingly, and it, that's just so strange. So you guys know I like rye, so you see how much of number three is left. You uh-uh. see, you see how much of number one, two, three is left. I don't know what the, you guys' problem. The is. word is spoken. The word here. is, and he's really going to speak as the night goes on. It's yeah. all good. Oh goodness gracious! Um, balloons. Let's talk about balloons, guys. Hey, so I've been why, why hearing a lot. That? I've been hearing a lot of about china balloons and i know her personally <laughs> yeah. i have a problem with all the derogatory comments about china balloons oh, and, um, oh. oh. Um, oh well, i agree with you so, so the folks haven't so was that a, the speakeasy <laughs> that was when we the, did the murder mystery murder, murder mystery, mystery yeah. at the speakeasy and one of the characters i went home with china balloons, was china balloons. <laughs> <laughs> how'd that turn wanna, out for you Jeff? i don't i don't want to hear you let, the dog, let the dog out. the dog's gotta let out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy so yeah i heard one today that since we're on the, the balloons that one of the balloons but one of the balloons that was shot down over uh, Alaska potentially could have been a, a low budget. It's a hobbyist. A hobbyist a, balloon. Yeah, a, they released it. And a it's, science and project. It's, and it's missing over yeah. over Alaska. <laughs> so it was a, last seen at thirty nine thousand feet. Yeah. So it's a club, and what they do is they attached. Instruments, a sensor to it, basically just to follow it, right? Just to follow, so they can follow it on their phones or whatever. So right. it went missing. I wonder what at thirty nine thousand feet. So hold on, I have a question. Hold on, I have a question about that though. Where'd they release it at? I, I didn't. I, I don't know. I, I couldn't figure out. Was it was it the one in Alaska? Or See, I don't in, think they said Mich- the one the one over Huron. No, it was one in Alaska. The, the, okay. was it, the was article I read Illinois said, is the one I read. That, where it was See, really, that's the problem. Released. There's so much information out there, you don't right, know what's right. true and what's not true. Right. Yeah, but it's, we don't funny. Like it. it's funny, though. I, I agree. <laughs> I was telling Jeff earlier, I saw a, a clip on Reels or something, and it says, Saturday in China, and you see the Chinese people walking down the street, and all once they're looking up, and it looks like it's Japanese people from the old Godzilla, Godzilla movies. movies. <laughs> and they're looking up and running. And it's it goes big, to, and it's it's a it's a Budweiser blimp. <laughs> that would have been a funny Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, Somebody well, have could have pulled one of those together no real kidding. quick. Well, at the time, time, at the time, it wasn't yeah. so funny though because we didn't well, know, know what was going on. And that first balloon was a, that first yeah. balloon was a China. 
Right. Yeah, right. That's confirmed. The, yeah. the rest of them, yeah. They're just shooting stuff I mean, down now. You know, I've always said I I never go up in a hot air balloon, but I sure as hell would do it. <laughs> well, right somebody sent a gift said hot air balloon rides canceled Cancel, for today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been up in a hot air balloon. Have you? Yep. I didn't get and that high. In almost <laughs> in the hot air balloon. Yeah. yeah. I avoided injury and almost death possibly so so okay so i want to stop right here and this is this is one of the reasons is i hear people say well you're just only moving as fast as the wind and all this and this and that but tell your story because i know some other people that can i was uh, match you. We, there was a contest i was probably i'm guessing 12 something like that you could write in in the newspaper and it was some sort of contest i don't remember the details but i got picked to ride this hot air balloon i was picked and went to uh, Greensburg uh, Fairground to get on this balloon. And it was uh, amateur-ish, <laughs> very amateurish. But anyway, I, uh, I'm, I'm all excited. I mean, I'm 12 years old. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Balloon. And uh, my parents took me, and we, I got in it anyway. Went up, and we went up pretty high and i could see the whole town of greensburg i saw the courthouse or the tree on the court so is this one of the ones where, not keep, where you keep you tethered no. uh well they actually release you well i'm coming to that <laughs> <laughs> might have but, been uh, supposed to be they uh, i thought was going to go you know on a long flight somewhere you know but it didn't uh, it didn't turn out uh, went up for just a little bit and they pulled me back down pulled it back down uh this was a it was the old style. It was like a wicker basket. Yeah. And, right. uh, and just another guy. And, you know, I thought it was cool. You know, had these, this flame yeah. that shot up right above your head. And, yeah. Oh, it was yeah. really cool. But anyway, they, they pulled me back down the ground. And I thought, I thought, why are they doing that? You know? <laughs> but it, I was disappointed. And uh, they, they got me out of there. And, and then the guy uh, took off. Uh, you know, they let him go. He was, it was his flight. He was going somewhere. Anyway, they, uh, it was just his family, you know, that type of thing. They were all freaking out because the balloon was going the opposite direction of where he was wanting to go. He had permission to fly in, uh, I mean, land in some field somewhere. Right. He wasn't going to make it. So they, well, uh, they all hopped in their vehicles. We did, too, to follow Got to chase him. Yeah, and he crashed this thing out in a field somewhere uh, where he wasn't supposed to. It was... Uh, it was all on the ground, and he—I guess he got hurt a little bit. But uh, so maybe it was a good thing they pulled <laughs> yeah, you back. I know That's why. Avoid it. But yeah, I was never so disappointed. I mean, I, wouldn't that have been great to get like a broken arm or leg? Oh yeah, yeah. look yeah. at the story. How'd you do story. that? Yeah. How'd you do that? Yeah, well, I was a hot air balloon, you know. So <laughs> I, I worked with a couple that they went out. They went out west somewhere, and they went up in a hot air balloon. And yeah, it came down hard enough that he had broken ribs and she had a broken arm. And I was like, "Yep, there you go. Yep, safe yep. as that can be." See, my right? my balloon ride wasn't very exciting. Mine, I did get to go. We were at the county fair, and they they paid to have these two or three balloons come in. Well, I was on just got onto the fair board, and I go out. And I'm talking to this guy. My boy was with me, and and he didn't have anybody with him. He's like, "You want to go with us?" And I'm like, "Well, duh." So I said, yeah, so threw my son in there. I said, can he go? Yeah, so we jump in the balloon, and we grab the camera, and we're going to get some pictures of the fairgrounds and all this. And he's like, I said, well, where are we going? Oh, we're going to go down 50, and, you know, we're going to land on this field. We landed in the soccer fields, like right by the fairgrounds. <laughs> Because we, they were supposed to cat. They were, they had to try to land as close as they could to us. That was the game, I guess. We took off first, and the other ones were supposed to chase us and then try to land by us. It was kind of hokey, but 
so we got going up and the winds weren't blowing like he wanted and i it just it was it was bad but it was ours was uneventful we came down just as soft as could be landed standing upright we jumped out he goes he told me he said when we get down you jump out and but hold on to the basket for me so i did and you know that was uneventful for us but still pretty cool we were probably only a couple 300 feet in the air though i mean we didn't get very high at all so speaking about the china balloon so an old man's breakfast that weekend uh i pulled it up on the phone because they had a tracker they were tracking it well at three o'clock in the afternoon they shot it down what old man's breakfast it was just crossing over from missouri illinois indiana but at three o'clock it was in the atlantic ocean i'm like how can that be comes to find out that tracker was tracking a hobbyist balloon it wasn't (laughs) tracking the correct balloon so they had put that out on the internet that that's the balloon they were tracking (laughs) this is the scary part this is our this is our freaking military this is our protection and uh, these other balloons they shot down they still say they, they're not sure what they were right they just right. shot it's like, them down dude i mean it's like how can that be they don't well, they si- know they just don't want to admit what, well and, <laughs> and since then the hobby the, balloon is $12 the dollar balloon what's, US national- what's worse to say I, we don't know what it, we're shooting down things that we don't know well, what they are really well, I, th- I think probably if the truth be known they've been doing that for a long time now it's a distraction from i think it's yes. part of it's a distraction when you have four things shot well, down in the same week so yeah. you know what if they've been doing it say this has been going on for right. a while and we've been we've been knocking these things down this garbage whatever it is right. weather balloons that we feel are, but that ain't what they're telling us they're yeah, not they well, made not that they made that week kind of scary because every two days they were shooting something down it's like yeah, it's like this all is, of a sudden right? and of course i'm thinking you know me. I'm. Uh, I think there's paranormal stuff. I think there's. They're shooting aliens. Besides, shooting down. Aliens. You don't know. Yeah. They don't know what they're yeah, shooting. Yeah. They don't down. know what they're shooting. That's what I'm saying. They admitted it. They yeah. They're saying what it was. we're not sure what it was. It's like, well, you know. Did you see the joke picture going around where it had the spaceship? You know, the old typical '60s spaceship strapped to a a fake. Uh, looking weather or a balloon then it was like flying across like don't don't see me <laughs> crazy well, this stuff is, this uh, this is the problem with our government is they do not think we are intelligent enough or can handle right whatever the real you know well, so, the problem so they is, just don't say they it's like well you guys are you guys can't handle this right, right? yeah the problem is there's some people that couldn't handle it. Right. Yeah, there's right. a big portion. And, and then well, the that messes is, it up for everybody that could. Well, but the problem right. but the problem is is then then you've got all kind of ideas coming out of from right. everywhere. Fake right. ideas, yeah. Right. Well, you just don't know. Right. I mean, how how do you know, right? See, I read see I read an article about the Na- the US National Weather Service. I see are you still are on you probation? I didn't bring no damn website, so just be quiet. <laughs> Where they talked about that the weather, the U.S. Weather Service releases six or eight balloons a month. You know, this is normal. That everybody does this around the world to monitor the weather. So they're like, you know, if we're going to start shooting down balloons, we're going to lose our weather. You know, our predictability to be or to be able to predict the weather and forecast the weather because they use right. these balloons for data. So it's like, well, what makes no sense is there's thousands and thousands of satellites out there that could collect whatever data they wanted to collect period and, and i think there's i think there's some experts that would challenge you to say a balloon like the one that they shot yes. down over south carolina at that elevation can get can side see shots. a lot more yes. in detail than they can from space so i would say they're, let's they're get on satellites. google earth 
and Google down all the way into right into the point that it changes to streetscape, you'd be amazed what you can see. I understand that. But when, when it gets to this high-tech stuff and when they're talking about looking at and looking for radio defense, signals. Defense, yeah, yeah, picking up radio signals and all kind of stuff. Um, you know, it doesn't. So if that's the case, I mean, I, they're not debating that this was a Chinese spy craft. No, the Chinese even said it was theirs. Okay, so why then? If, if they can get just as much info from their satellites in space, right. why are they going to do that and be that obvious, right? They must be able to get more using that technique and using that equipment. Or are they, they just? Or are they testing something else? Or right, yeah, testing the boundaries. Testing, yeah. Testing what can I get away with? Exactly. Did Biden cash his check? No, <laughs> easy, easy, easy. <laughs> yeah. So, well, again, uh, all the all the no speak. Does not That's help. the problem. They they all the, well, the problem all is the, all when, the president goes to the basement and just stays quiet. Does not help. That's because when he does speak, all he's looking for is ice cream. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> hey 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 hey! Carrig, hey, <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. Oh, Carrig's not our only listener. I, we've got tons of listeners out there. In fact, we have one of them coming into town tomorrow night just to see us, which is awesome. Yeah, that's great. Cool. Coming from Chicago, Illinois, they're bringing bourbon for us as well. Wow. She's originally from here locally, right? She moved away when she was like seven. Okay. Her family's from the area. She started listening to us. In fact, it's the, um, I think I talked about it during Christmas, uh, folks from Chicago came to the sap bucket to buy jerky because they heard it on the podcast well this is the family so it's pretty cool pretty cool so again so we encourage people to share share our podcast because we've gotten a big bump in illinois yeah so all of a sudden illinois uh is one of our and she was sharing it on social media left and right we got a big bump up in downloads in illinois and that's how it, it grows organically right uh we do some paid advertisements but Nothing is better than organically because usually you're sharing it with somebody who listens to podcasts to start with. Well, and so, they're going to listen to your opinion more than an ad popping up on their scroll when they're scrolling. Right, unless they know that we're talking to conspiracy theorists. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, buddy. Hey, I saw. Did I screenshot it today? I'll look for it while you keep going. I'll find. I found a picture. Did today. you fact check uh, it here first? It Save it no. For the <laughs> no. Here it is. It said U.S. facing massive short of shortage of conspiracy theories as all of them have come true. <laughs> so that's pretty good. So in our next episode that we're getting ready to record, I'm getting ready to debunk one of your conspiracy theories. Here we go again oh, with actual again. facts, figures. Uh, but you don't give me a chance to rebuttal. Well, that's not fair. Well, you you brought it up and you. <laughs> quoted something so it's taken me some time i want to make sure i had everything together sounds like it might be a probation extension it yep. could be, uh, it could be. Yeah, i called bull yeah see there we go there we go so you guys got anything else for this episode Dwayne's uh, over here he's twiddling his thumb he's, he's good. No, i'm eating crackers now oh all right so for cross the line 1524 i'm alan you know what we got to talk about I what? forgot. We were tasting all this bourbon. Oh, yeah. We've been invited by Indiana on Tap to attend all their yeah, beer and that. bourbon yeah, festivals that's... throughout the state. So I'm going to be doing advertisements for all of them. 
uh, as well. They've given me the script. Are for, we going to all of them? We're going going to try to some go to all them? but one of them. One of them is really? on March 11th, which is the same day as the maple syrup open yeah. house. So can't, make that one. can't make that one. The rest of them, some way, shape, or form, we're going to try to make. Uh, so how many is there altogether? Seven, I believe. Oh, yeah. yeah, so it's pretty like cool. Fun. Yeah. Fun. Who's driving? <laughs> yeah. We're drawing straws. We need that dang bus. So, so, that bus I found. Well, but then we still need a driver. We'll hire somebody. <laughs> little Chief. Little Chief can little be the chief, driver. Yeah. Right. What about, I don't know what about, about Nick. Oh, yeah. Doesn't that Nick doesn't sound good. Nick, Nick, Nick's got his chauffeur's license. He, he drives for the Franklin County. The oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah. Maybe we can hire Except, I think I saw a picture of one of his buses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's got good jokes. You weren't supposed <laughs> to say that. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we're looking forward to that. That'll be a great time. Uh, we did Brookville on tap this year, which we'll do again this coming year. Uh, but they said, hey, we really think you bring a lot to the, the whole on tap uh, experience, uh, and we'd love to have you at them. So some of them have up to three, 4,000 people to go to. Cool. Uh, yeah, cool. Sounds like fun. Looking forward to that. Do what we can. Absolutely. So for Cross the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Mike Gardner, Scotty Bourbon. And you know, you aren't you like a first time caller, long time listener? There I am. Say yeah. that again. Come on, I got to hear that. First time caller, long time listener. There you go. I said backwards. And table 12. <laughs> All right. We're, we're going to give you another chance here. Table 12. They're they're playing cards for That's eggs. Better, so yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's two dozen there's two eggs, dozen eggs two in the dozen middle table. <laughs> oh, you know we didn't talk about that, but the week after we did the eggs thing, what happened? Oh, that uh, a place burned. Burned down. Another but, egg place yeah, burned down. Tell me my conspiracy theories. It was the second biggest egg producer in the country. Crazy. With that, we'll see you next time. Indiana on tap. The 2023 schedule is out and you're going to want to mark your calendars. The first one kicks off on March 11th. It's a second annual Newcastle on tap for St. Patty's Day. The next one is May 6th, the seventh annual Savor Lebanon. Then May 20th, the third annual Tipton on tap. Tipton, Indiana will be at the town square. The next one's June 24th in Anderson. It's the eighth annual Anderson on tap. After that, we move to Rushville, Indiana for the annual Rushville Libations on July 29th. From there, we come back to our hometown in Brookville, Indiana for the third annual Brookville on Tap Beer and Bourbon Festival. We round things out on September 23rd. It's the sixth annual Loggers and Lawrence Oktoberfest. These are all sponsored by Indiana on Tap. We'll have more information on each one of the events as they get closer. And guess what? Across the Line 1524 crew will be there. You can go check out the calendar events on indianaontap.com. Like I said, we'll be there, and each week we'll talk a little bit more about the upcoming events. Indiana on Tap, craft distillers, craft breweries, and local wineries. Go check them out. Hey friends, it's your old buddy Rick Garrett. Each week I have the pleasure of hosting the Experience Franklin County, Indiana podcast where we look at the people, places, and events that make Franklin County such an amazing place to work, visit, or live. Join us each week on the Experience Franklin County, Indiana podcast available on your favorite podcast provider. 
Are you tired of hearing the same old songs over and over on the radio? Every single hour, the same tune? Well, it's time for something different. Check out Hometown Radio USA, the best independent music, hits from yesterday, hits from today, podcasts, and so much more. Hometown Radio USA, you can find it on the web at www.hometownradiousa.com or at the App Store or on Google Play. Hometown Radio USA, reimagining radio and coming to you in your hometown. You've been listening to Cross the Line 1524 with all the guys, whether we're at the Rust and Nail Speakeasy or out on the road. You know we always have a great time. Hey, check out our webpage at www.crossthelline1524.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Check out Podcast 1524 on Twitter and Cross the Line 15 slash 24 on Facebook. Give me one before you kick me out the door. Did you know that beef jerky is packed with protein and is considered a healthy snack? Check out Stanger Sugar Shack Gourmet Beef Jerky. 100% pure beef with no fillers or additive. MSG free and most flavors are gluten free. If you're eating jerky that has a reddish tint to it, give us a try and see what gourmet jerky tastes like. Our cuts of meat are from the brisket, not ground up, not processed, pure 100% beef. Our flavors include maple pepper, our original lakeside brisket. We have ghost pepper flavor. We have blazing beef sriracha flavor. Gotta try our speakeasy bourbon, our campfire barbecue, and our totally teriyaki flavor. Our favorite though is our old fashioned maple bacon jerky. That's right, we have maple bacon jerky. You can find all of our jerky at all the Gilman Home Center stores throughout Indiana and Ohio, at the Easy Stop Fuel Mart, State Route 46 in St. Leon, Indiana, and of course online at StangerSugarShack.com. Use discount code 1524 to receive a special 10% discount on any online order. Stanger Sugar Shack Gourmet Jerky, what jerky should be.